Okay, we are on. Good morning, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, uh, and wherever you are watching this. Thank you very much. My name is Andrew Perry, and I am the host of the new show, The Daily Reel Podcast, here on the TCN Network. Thank you very much for tuning in. We had this show running. Uh, Emily, I was actually one of my uh, guests on uh, my old podcast that uh, that just got a facelift. And um, now she's going to be my first guest here on the first episode of The Daily Reel. Thank you very much, Emily, for joining me here today. I really appreciate that. Uh, this is kind of a, this is the first show, right? So we, we're, we're probably going to be fumbling a couple of things. No, I know the, we'll first, good, the first mistake uh, today is we didn't leave necessarily. <laughs> early enough yeah we got, uh, we stuck got in traffic. caught up in traffic it's okay and um on the other side of things uh i chugged a huge fruit smoothie because i'm a health nut total See, health i nut. knew not to drink the coffee on the way up so yeah you suffered well, a little more than i did so i had a big huge uh big gulp and uh the last five minutes he just floored it here i floored like, it here because race car driver i was scared clutching yeah, yeah but thank you very much for joining me here today today guys um so emily berry I want to make sure I get this all right, so I wrote it down. So Emily Berry is a sales representative uh, at Revel Realty, same brokerage that I'm with down here in Niagara, but yes. she's also the director of Real, uh, Realtor Growth and Development uh, at Revel Realty and the head of Revel Realty's The Berry Team, which uh, actually was in the top 75 teams in Canada in 2018, and you were the top 100 agents in Canada in 2019, top 100 realtor on social media. Oh, the list goes on. And most recently, Apparently. 40 under 40. 40 under 40, but what's the joke about that? I, I, uh, I don't think I'm going to to mention that on okay. air. I think that's something maybe that I won't if you're either. comfortable with, Just in case with, I get disqualified on Thursday, so yeah. you never know. So what is the joke? Oh, well, we're going to keep it a secret. Yeah, let's keep it a secret for now. Okay, nonetheless, Emily Berry has done a phenomenal job at not only, um, uh, you know, her, her own personal career, but also improving the lives uh, and careers of most of her, well, all of her teammates, obviously, but uh, most of the Revel agents as well. So, Emily, now I, I, I've led into it about all your awards, but I kind of want to know, um, because I've, I've heard a couple of stories about where this all began for you, but just so our guests know, like how long ago, how long have you been in the business? When did this start? How did it start? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. I'm You're super very excited. This is this is very bright. This is more cameras than I've had in in my face, and this microphone is big. Uh, <laughs> but this is so exciting. So I do appreciate Andrew having me. Um, where did it all start? Mm -hmm. I I think looking back. Um, I, I didn't know I was going to get into real estate. I was I was in the hospitality industry for many years. Yeah. Um, I was working. Uh, I was a waitress at different restaurants, and I always knew I was I was a good server. And I uh, looking back, I didn't I didn't know why, but it was because I had a good connection with people. And when you make more tips than you know everyone else on your shift, you think, well, you know, I, I'm a good server. Um, this I you know all the money is good. Um, I dabbled a little bit in, in college for a bit, and then I didn't like it, so I, I quit, went back to serving. Uh, then I tried uh, university for a semester. Yeah. I tried some psychology, um, and, and again, it just, I didn't, it just wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right thing for me. Uh, then I ended up back, back serving, um, and what I didn't realize was I, I was good at people. It wasn't that I was great at serving food. I was good yeah. at multitasking and managing and um, when there were people that were having problems, you know, I, I would listen to them and that kind of thing. So I saw, I saw an ad for, um, it was actually in Niagara Falls in the Toronto Sun, and it said, uh, serve coffee at 35,000 feet. And I didn't know what I was doing with my life at the time. Again, a lot of my friends were at university, and I was like, okay, am I going back to university? What do I do? Yeah. And um, I thought, well, serving coffee at 35,000 feet, I'm going to be a flight attendant. That's going to be my life. This is perfect. I can do the little walk, get my little bag. The hands. Yeah, the hands. Um, and, and I thought if I can do this on the ground, I can do this in a plane. Yeah. Um, so I applied thinking that was going to be my life. And I was shot down by about two or three different airlines because I didn't have uh, French. 
Yeah, um, that's, well, that's a big thing, right? You have to be bilingual. <laughs> most, yeah, or, French airlines, right? uh, yeah. they want you to speak some French. And I had my basic high school French um, that I, you know, just barely passed. And I hope my kids aren't watching this. And, um, but, and I wasn't tall. <laughs> so I'm like 5'4 at a, best. Is that a requirement? Well, it used to be, but now they can't, you know, discriminate, so I think. So you can reach the bins on the top? What's yeah, so now they have these little steps. So I, I just, I didn't, anyway, I was turned down by a bunch of airlines um, in, in interviews. And then finally I got a, um, a position with uh, Air Transit. Wow. And I thought, this is it. This is my life. I've arrived. I'm a flight attendant. And I have a career now. Um, and it was a really tough thing. Um, the training to be a flight attendant, I had no idea, but it was the six-week intensive training in Quebec. Uh, they flew you to Quebec. It was probably the first time I was on an airplane. And people were asking me at the restaurant I was working at, they all knew I got this job. And are That's you excited? Do you yeah. love to fly? And I said, I don't know. I've never flown. <laughs> so I got hired this airline, and I didn't know if I was a good flyer. I thought, I hope I don't get sick up there and not do well but, but you know, that, that's crazy because there's a lot of similarities and yeah. because the, one of the reasons why I asked Emily to kind of talk about this story is because it, it's very similar to my story and I mm -hmm. feel like it, it could re be relatable to a whole bunch of people out there so yeah for, I was getting to the relatable part I was going going on with my story it's a little too much but when I when I became the flight attendant I realized it was a lot of what I was doing on the ground up there and a lot of putting out fires yeah. and a lot of calming people down and, you know, landing in, in hurricanes where everybody's staring at you and thinking they're going to they're going to die. And, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and you have to stay calm. And I would be having I would face them and have to be like, everything's going to be fine. This is normal. This is our words. This is normal. This is, you know, yeah. uh, just stay calm and and. And so real estate can be that a lot of times. And I, I, I put two and two together when I was in real estate for, for several years, just the situations we got in and having to keep people calm and be professional. Yeah. Um, but that career ended quickly after 9-11 um, happened. I was living in Brampton, this where we are right now. And I had to move back home and I had to think, what am I going to do wow. with my life? What's next? Because that was three years. Um, it was going back to school or thinking of something. And I thought, hey, I like houses. <clears throat> and real estate sounds cool. That's really just it. There's no, there's no background to why I picked it. I didn't want to go back to school for six years. I was too old. Well, I guess like that, <laughs> and, and HGTV like wasn't that big then. You know what I mean, right? No, like, and, so and real estate no, like, wasn't super social cool. media influencers. No, I think real estate you know. today is 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 kind of a cool career to get into and mm -hmm. um with social media and video you can be in and there's so much going on but back then it was just like i don't know i didn't know any realtors and the realtors i knew were kind of kind of seasoned yeah. a little older and i just thought you know this is i'll try give this a shot i was always going yeah. for really hard like to get stuff my mom would say like why don't you just do something easy it was just challenging Oh, what? I, I thought real estate was easy. No, I thought see, all we had to do was show a couple of houses and take home our checks that are no, so big. And I love... you don't have to share with anybody. Yeah, yeah I know. Done. It's so easy, right? People think it's so easy. <laughs> um, but I learned very quickly that um, this was no... You know, I, I, I had to be in it from the start. Yeah. Um, I learned very quickly that this was a business. Um, this wasn't a job I was picking up. I had a lot of jobs in my life. I was a workaholic since I was 14, 15. I always worked. I always had two jobs, actually. Um, but this wasn't a job. This was a business I was growing. And I had to, I would have probably been out of it within the first year if I didn't really understand that from the start. Because mm -hmm. nobody was giving me business and giving me leads. No. Um, no. I was young. I was the youngest person in my office at that time. And I got a lot of pushback. Yeah. A lot of negative comments. Right. But I think, you know what, like, there's a lot of people with similar stories because I think in our age group, I guess you could say, a, a big push was to go to college uh, mm -hmm. or get into trades, go mm -hmm. to university, etc. And I followed that route. I went to, so this is where our stories are very, very similar, is I went to school, well, university for psychology, and I yes. was going to become a teacher. And I was there, and I was just Board out of my tree. We have a commercial. We got a commercial. Okay, I'll I'll pick up this. We're picking uh, this up. We'll it. pick this story up after our commercial break. <laughs> At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern 
is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity and our 30 years of experience, the Retire Smart Properties team can help you achieve the quality of life you've always wanted. Our services are 360 degrees. We'll give you advice, take care of staging and selling, and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties team, powered by Remax West. And we're back. Thank you very much for keeping with us. Um, no, I, I think what I was, was just trying to say is essentially is that we all have some sort of relatable story that got us into this business. And the choices that we made was essentially because we tried the traditional way of doing things. You know, uh, we, tr we went to college, we went to university, we did a trade, we were in the service industry, because I think I, we had the same story. Like I said, I went to university, I didn't like it, I went to college, did complete uh, my sports club management, which is just a fancy term for golf course management. Uh, we, we did a lot of courses uh, on horticulture, uh, which was essentially just growing grass, uh, my buddies would pour beer on my projects and oh, kill all my grass. Oh, but anyways, uh, I, the, the whole point is, is that, um, you get attracted when you lo when you, when you leave situations like that, like the college and in the, the traditional ways of doing things, you kind of get led into the service industry. So, I mean, I think that's like, it's because it gives you the freedom, it gives you money. Um, cause I was a bartender as well at Boston pizza in Stouffville. Um, but that led me to realize that, okay, I was making a lot of great relationships. I'm serving some people. You know, maybe some of the, the locals that came in motivated me uh, to turn out a little bit differently, if I could say it, uh, you know, so bluntly. But um, it, it led me to find something better for myself, which led me to real estate. And now I'm in real estate sitting here with you. And it is, and it is about serving people, you know. It is and, about. And serving I sit people. down. I see, as you know, I do the, I, I do a lot, most of the recruiting meetings at Revel. So yeah. when people want to get into real estate or um, they're taking their first or second course, sometimes uh, they'll come in and meet with me, and I'll, and I'll often say to them like, why, you know, first I'll start like, well, what makes you want to get into real estate? And yeah. and a lot, most of the time, it's it's the wrong answers. Um, I let them talk and I listen, um, but it's not about, you know, I really want to serve people. I really want to be in these really difficult scenarios and, and fix problems for people and grow relationships with them and help them move four times and at the end of my career feel so satisfied that I have this big client base that I've got to know well and I've helped them move. It, it, that's not what they say. Yeah. I love houses. I love design. I love, um, you know, I, I want to help find houses for people. I think mm -hmm. I'm going to be good at you know, uh, doing this. And this, as you know, has not a lot to do with it. And, and I thought yeah. I was going to be just kind of a Vanna White and really showing off homes, but it, it's, it's part of it. But what I always say to them is, it doesn't matter how much you love design or how much you love staging homes or looking at properties. If you have no clients, you will not even get to those showings. Mm -hmm. You're going to be on your own looking at them. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be making money. So where are you getting those clients? Lead gen. Mm -hmm. You know, and one of the yeah. biggest things they don't understand is when they get into the business of real estate, there's two businesses. There's helping people buy and sell homes and there's two lead gen. Mm -hmm. And the lead gen factor, they, they just don't even... Think about it. Right. It's not like in the five, six courses they have to take, there's a whole section on how to generate leads. They mm -hmm. don't teach them that. No, they so don't. So when they get to us, they know how to fill the forms out most of the time. They know <laughs> the, <laughs> the rules mostly. Yeah. Um, they have an idea of what they're getting into. Um, and then they get to us as brand new agents and they really don't have a clear picture of what mm -hmm. they're diving into. And, and yeah. I get so many calls from new agents in their first year just panicking. Um, you know, the deal fell apart. There's asbestos in the attic. My clients didn't get financing. Um, my client passed away before closing. These things happen and, and yep. you have to stay yep. calm and professional and, and direct them where they need to go and give them advice. And 
there's agents out there that don't answer the phone after that because right. they don't know how to how to have mm-hmm. a conversation. And, and especially like if you if you are one of those agents and you're only doing you know four or five ten deals a year, one of those deals if they don't go through can be you know that could that could be bad for your I, income. I, I get calls with guys and they have deals not closing and and I feel for them because I know they need that paycheck really yeah. bad and I know they worked hours and hours and several months with those clients mm. and they might not get paid in the end. And that's reality of real estate. Mm-hmm. There's no paycheck guaranteed. Um, you know, last I think last week my team alone had three three deals not yeah. closed. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with anything we did. It was all you know, lawyers, mortgage specialists didn't have the paperwork properly mm-hmm. over here. There was something came up on title over here nobody knew about. Um, and I hope they close, but they're still, they were all extended. Yeah, it um, happens. So this is the reality of what they're getting into. And it's it's crazy. <laughs> it can get crazy. Again, you need the business and the leads. Um, but it's funny because we all want to get busy, Andrew. Um but then when they get really busy, I have different stages of my career, Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I have like really struggling to get busy when I was younger and, mm-hmm. and having my kids and where's my next paycheck coming from and pounding the pavement, going to the open houses and the blizzards. Yeah. Um, I was nine months pregnant doing open houses and I was doing open houses when my babies were three weeks old. Mm-hmm. And though that was hard and I was doing those things because I had to. My husband was a student at the time and we, we di- I didn't have income on his end. He was... Right. School for accounting and all that. So I had to work. Um, Mm -hmm. But then fast forward and you get so busy. And then it's a whole other problem because (laughs) I need to manage, I need to manage everything. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, and we were talking about this on the drive up. I mean, how important it is um, to leverage out other services, other people, Mm -hmm. other teammates Mm -hmm. to help grow your business because. The, the problem is with some teams, and I have heard this, is that they get too big mm-hmm. and they can't service their clients properly. Yeah. And next thing you know, the clients can't get anybody on the team on the phone. So, I mean, how, how are you guys dealing with that? I mean, you guys have done a phenomenal job. Getting too busy, you mean? Well, no, leveraging. Leveraging? Uh, well, the leveraging started for me... Um, again, fast forward a little bit, and we can jump around today, but... Um, when I was, I was getting so busy where I couldn't do any more business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was selling a lot on my own with no, no assistant, no admins, no buyer agent, nothing. Um, with my kids, with my, with my husband at work um, all day because he was an accountant and he was always, he actually worked in Oakville, Mississauga. That's where those jobs were. Yep. So I was juggling it all on my own and I got to a point where I couldn't do more business um, and, I, and my life was just not manageable like I couldn't juggle every day was was just a struggle and um, with the kids with their extracurricular activities um, again Joe wasn't home so if they had ballet class or they had you know a birthday party on Friday night you know did I get the gift for their friend is there food in the fridge do they have clean clothes to go to school with the next day a lot of that is out the window when you have you know, two pending deals, one's not closing and your buyer wants to make an offer and now you find out you're competing. Um, and my kids were pushed to the side for a period of time. And, and and I struggled and I did my best and I love my children, but there was a lot of times where they were missing these things because I couldn't get them there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the leveraging for me was, I didn't know what I needed at the time. I didn't know if I needed a full-time nanny. We discussed on the way up yeah. how nice that would be. Yeah. And I had, I, I knew so people nice. that had the full-time <laughs> nannies. I was like, oh, that would be so nice to have somebody living here. Um, uh, but there was one day I remember very distinctly and, and just really having a, a, a meltdown because, you know, I'm not ashamed to talk about my meltdowns and I've had my days where things are, are bad. Um, but I always say those days are great and those days, you need those days to teach you because when you're sitting in that pain and that, that, turmoil that sometimes is a motivation for change for big change absolutely um, and one day um i remember calling my husband around four o'clock and he had to work late that night but i had offers i had to write i had offers coming in i had one sick kid that was high fevered and i just had a meltdown and i can't do this anymore and he came home from work early and he just said to, i remember him saying to me and actually my father-in-law was involved in that intervention is what do you need from us? Because I have very supportive family. Yeah, that's that we're good. always like, that's what good. do you need from us? 
and Joe said, do you need somebody here full time? I will get you that. Do you need an assistant? Do you, do you need a buyer agent? What do you need? And I just remember saying, I don't know what I need. I need somebody to tell me what I need. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but it turned out at the time that we, we started the team and my husband quit his job. Uh, you know that. So, yep. Um, big it was Joe. A, it was a big decision for Joe to leave accounting and, yeah. and to come help me out. Um, it was a big risk. It was one of those uh, moments, you know, our family was probably like scratching their head, just really worried for us. Yep. Um, he went to school for eight years in total for computer engineering and accounting and he was a CA and he, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to go work with my wife. We're going to do a real <laughs> estate team and I'm going to get my real estate license in wow. our... Um, our family supported us, but I'm sure they were terrified. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, we, we had fear around it. Of course. But we had to believe in what we were doing. And we were doing, making that decision to better our family. And um, to, uh, so one of us was home with the kids more often. Um, I didn't want to miss those soccer games and those plays at school where all the parents, most of the parents go to, not all of them. A lot of parents work full time. But I, I just didn't want to miss stuff. And I was yeah. missing stuff. Mm. Um, so that was... And then Darcy came along. Darcy's going to watch this. She's so busy. She won't watch this. Oh, I'm sure she's <laughs> definitely tuning in for sure. But Darcy kind of fell in our lap and she was brand new in real estate. Yeah. And she was like, I would love to learn from you, Emily Berry. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to have you as my buyer agent. This is great mm -hmm. timing. And then Joe came in the mix and there was Darcy, Joe and I for, for a while. And, yeah. and Joe was a buyer agent for me running around. And Darcy, I was training and mentoring her. And, uh, you know, she was coming on appointments with me. And so I was leveraging buyer agents. So I guess that's yeah. my long-winded answer. Yeah. My first level <laughs> so that, that, buyers. that would, for anybody who's uh, watching and, you know, you feel like you're getting a little busy or maybe a little overwhelmed mm -hmm. um, or you're wondering on how you can grow because you're, you're, you're letting lead gen slip aside, mm -hmm. what would you say is the, is the, you know, natural next step? Buyer's agent, maybe an assistant? I, if going back, I'd probably just do the buyer agent yeah. uh, because, um, you know what, but my advice would be just to trust, trust the process. And if mm. you've seen other people do it and it's worked for them, the biggest yeah. fear with that was with Joe and I was giving the money away. And that's how we looked yeah. at it. We were like, oh, I don't know, you know, like this paycheck and then we're giving half to Darcy. Like we're going to make less money. How is this going to work? But I had a business coach at the time from Buffini and company. Yep. And she was like, I've done this before. I've coached before. You have to trust me on this. You are going to give more attention to your current clients. You're going to focus more on listings. We got to merge you over that way. And you have to let go of those buyers because yeah. they were the ones running me around every night. Um, buyers are like, you know, jump. We got to jump. Um, and that is what was killing me was yep. the buyers because the list, the, the listings, uh, you know, uh, sorry, I don't know. I'm just trying to pay attention to our commercial time. Um, the listings can... I mean, their work as well, but the buyers, you have to drop everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had to trust the process. And in the first year, when I took that leap and did that with Darcy, um, we made more income. And it was crazy. It was at the end of the year, we were like, oh my gosh, it actually happened. And I was running around less. I was training her and she was running around and she was benefiting. Uh, we, you know, helped her launch her business. I was benefiting. It was, a, and then, well, the rest of the team grew. And I've just started. <laughs> That's a yeah, we can. We need a commercial. Okay, so we'll get back into uh, the development of the team and more leverage. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity and our 30 years of experience, the Retire Smart Properties team can help you achieve the quality of life you've always wanted. Our services are 360 degrees. We'll give you advice, take care of staging and selling, and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties Team, powered by Remax West. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. 
Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Okay, and we're back. And, and, and over the quick little break, we we're just kind of chatting. Um, I, I think it's very important what, what Emily was talking about. I mean, what you, what you were saying, um, how you were taking the advice of your coach mm-hmm. and um, taking advice or, uh, you, you know, you're moving forward with things that you have seen worked in the business previous. Uh, so I, I, can, I can relate to that in a big way because I did the exact opposite. I didn't listen to you. I didn't listen to uh, anybody else. I, I went to multiple, uh, t- you know, team conferences, and I and I basically did the exact opposite of what oh, everybody no. was saying. Um, so I essentially jumped into the team way too quickly. Um, I was I, I bypassed the buyer's agent, bypassed the assistant by like a hundred yards, and just started with three agents right off the bat, yeah. and. I, I don't. I, we we can't swear on here, but sometimes I wish I could about that situation because um, it it was one of those situations where you knew you were mad at yourself because everybody yeah. told you not to do it. Don't do it. Wow. Um, but yeah, so we jumped into the team uh, way too quickly. We hired uh, three total agents. So we had a total of four people, and then Kristen came on. Uh, thank goodness because she was a godsend. But um, it just it just didn't work mm-hmm. because not only do you need to feel out the team environment first, create systems, um, and, and move forward with what you know is working and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're responsible for three people right off the bat, uh, unfortunately, it creates a very toxic environment, and you know it's, an, it's really tough to improve. So I think if you're in this uh, point in time in your career and you're thinking about starting a team, Definitely uh, listen to Coach Emily here and get started with the buyer's agent or an assistant first. Yeah, I don't have all the answers. I mean, I could say um, if, if, if I went back in time, there's a lot I would do different. And yeah. I, I didn't do things perfectly. And, and I don't think if you could have five top team leaders in, in you know, Niagara, the side of Grimsby on the show, and, and I mean, some of them might say, oh, we're great. But I, there's always room for improvement and there's always yeah. mistakes. And I'm a big believer in you learn from your mistakes. Like, it, I, you can't dwell on them. You have to say, okay, that uh, didn't work. N- yeah. n- now what? And and I, I try to help people with my mistakes, like when I Absolutely. screw up. And, and that's why I, I do love mentoring and training because um, I, I just like, I like people feeling like they're not alone and, you know, they made a big screw up. I had a guy the other day really mess something up pretty big with the paperwork and I realized what he did. And I was like, oh, okay, that's okay. Just follow me into my office and we have to fix this immediately. And it was actually a really uh, bad error, (laughs) but we fixed it for him. And then, you know, he felt really bad and stupid. And I said, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. I've done that. And he's like, there's no way you've done that. I said, listen, I've done worse. Like, you know, I was in this business new, making mistakes, handing in paperwork that was wrong. Um, You know, I I just, I don't know. I, I, I like to, people to know that they're not alone I mean yeah. this this business is so crazy there's so much to know I mean I put together all this training at, at Revel and I'm constantly like oh I could have a whole class on that oh and you know that would be great and oh th- I, 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 just adding to the classes there's so much to know yeah um, but with the team stuff um, yeah the buyer agent I, I think it lot depends on what the team leader is looking for because we you and I discussed on the way up um, a lot of people do think, and I've had people say this, like, oh, I, I, how much you must make a lot of money off the team. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, that was true when we just had Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> and when we had Nick and Elisa, and it was still good, and we were we were doing well. But then once we started growing it, um, your expenses start tripling yeah. and quadrupling because you need to spend more to now service those team members. And there's always like, what value are you offering them? We talked about this. Um, If I'm going to take a cut of every single one of your paychecks and your broker's taking a cut and your end cut looks like this, Mm -hmm. why are you going to join my team? There has to be an end for them. And for me, I just really emphasize to to my first bunch of team members and, and my recent ones is the training and um, the team environment and having that support behind you because real estate can be very, very lonely um and we all have kind of a pride and ego and we we 
we're like, okay, I'm two years in the business. I shouldn't have to ask this question. Yep. Um, but ask the question. And mm -hmm. if they have a team, they're more inclined to, you know, we have a group chat that goes on and, yeah. and our team members throw stuff on that all day. And it's almost like whoever sees it will answer for them. Mm -hmm. And it's a really supportive little group chat. And if it's really serious, something going on, I'll say to them, hey, private message me. I just want to talk to you about that by myself. Uh, but a lot of stuff like, hey, have you guys ever seen this? And, uh, you know, how long condition should I make? And here's oh, I'm competing against. And, and we just have that support with each yeah. other. Um, and then training under me that, you know, I have a lot of experience. I've done a lot of deals and um, they get more attention mm -hmm. from me than anybody else. So um, I sold them that. But. Once I started growing, as you know, the expenses grow. And so the main benefit I get off my team, Andrew, is, um, is my lifestyle. Yeah. It's hands down the lifestyle. Our expenses are so high. Joe and I are always looking to cut back, but then it's like, no, we, need, we still need that for them. Um, you know, with the billboards and, and, yeah. and the lead gen programs, um, you know, the homes and land, all, all the, all the, you know, the print ads we pay for, we do staging consultations for them. I have a staging assistant. I pay her per hour. Um, if a house needs, you know, we're low in product. Yeah. There's so much, um, we have three employ three full times, uh, and we pay out a lot of salaries. Like mm -hmm. we have high salaries we pay and I need all those, all those girls to, for my team to run with all the people. So uh, it's the lifestyle. It's going to my, my daughter's dance competition a couple weeks ago for five days. I was in Toronto for five days. And actually, you know, spending time with her. Well, because that's what I was going to say. Because like, <laughs> so. I could never have done that. I had eight listings. Uh, I yeah. had offers coming in on two of them. Um, you know, there's so much going on, the ads, everything. And, and I leverage mm -hmm. most of well, it. Well, because you've got a team of... How many now? Well, it was, it was up and down, up and down. But it's I, I think we have six licenses right now. Six licenses right now. Um, three support staff. Right. Three support staff. You, uh, director of you know, realtor growth at Revel. Head um, of training. I, I don't know. Head of training, that's too. <laughs> uh, the training, yeah. So takes up that's a lot. A lot. Of my time. That's a lot to do. You're a wife. You're a mom. You've got two girls, right? Yeah. Juliana and... Juliana's 10 and 10. Olivia's 13. Olivia's 13. And, but they mm -hmm. both have busy lives as busy, well. Busy, busy kids, yeah. So mm -hmm. obviously it's, it's not about getting rich. It's about living rich, I guess. It's, it's, yeah, it's the lifestyle and it's spending time with the kids and it's um, being able to shut the phone off for an entire day and know things are going to be taken care of. And I have, you know, two full times in place that are watching all my leads on emails, all the pages coming in, mm -hmm. um, you know, all the showings are being booked and they really let me know if there's urgent things. Like if an agent wants to talk to me, if there's questions they can't answer, if an offer's coming in, you know, I just want to make sure we're handling this properly, Emily. Yes. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, getting the paperwork ready for me. Uh, I did, I did do, do deals, uh, at that dance competition. Right. You were talking to, with me. I was talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I answered a lot of questions from new agents yeah. that were stuck. And so I take calls. I take calls. It's manageable for me because there's so much of those little tasks that my two full times do mm -hmm. in the office. I got two in the office full time. My deals coordinator on my client care. My client care is very, they're both very important, but my client care is extremely important because she's contacting the clients a yeah. lot with feedback That's the front line calling them with the showings and she's very very pleasant and bubbly and everyone loves her um and, and problems yeah. like you know I'm, I'm i'm stuck at a house i can't get in this lockbox did you download the app like i don't feel any of that <laughs> like that's it's just really the stuff comes my way when i have to right. step in and so if somebody's getting to that point where they're getting too busy maybe they're missing out on family events um and they're looking to get started with an assistant i mean how did you know like, did you, did somebody give you a checklist? Like, how, how do you know what is that trial and error? How do you know what tasks to give to your assistant? Because that, that was the biggest thing uh, with me, with Kristen and I is that, um, okay, great. I have you when you're not doing my <laughs> paperwork, what else are you, what else should you be doing? It's right? such so how did a you good find question. Uh, again, I made mistakes. Uh, yeah. I hired somebody that for part time, I thought, okay, just Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, okay, because it was again, I didn't want to spend too much, but I had someone in the office. I think this is going to be good. Yeah. It turned out the person I hired hated paperwork, hated the deals, didn't understand the the real estate 
uh, paperwork. So I was trying to train and I was running around and trying to train her. Um, and I realized this is not a good role for her. <laughs> and um, I figured out her strengths were completely opposite stuff, which I used her for with other things. Right. Um, and then I had a couple other people sit that position that didn't work out. Um, but it was... It was, I had to take pen to paper and it was lots of 5 a.m. mornings by myself yeah. in my home office saying, okay, what can I leverage? Um, and then can I leverage that and know what are the easiest things to give them? Um, but first thing was booking showings. That's always mm -hmm. the first thing. <laughs> I mean, take that off your plate as a busy agent and you're going to free up a lot of time. Yeah. Because when I am booked back to back, pricing out three properties from nine until four, which happens often. Yep. Uh, and then I have text messages and phone calls and, and the phone's ringing and I know there's voicemails. And I don't have time to check the voicemails. Um, I don't have time to book showings yeah. and you don't want to miss showings. Mm -hmm. Like as a list, a, a busy agent, hi, hire me. I'm great. Oh, by the way, if I'm booked for six straight hours, we're going to miss out on showings yeah. because someone needs. So Some I would say first thing is, is the booking the showings, booking walkthroughs and home inspections, mm -hmm. making sure that they're trained on the difference of them. Yeah. Cause I've had girls make mistakes and book inspections and not remind the sellers they can't be there right. or book appraisals and think, that the appraiser gets in with the lockbox. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, we know this stuff, right. but that's complicated to people that don't no, know real it's, estate. It's, it's true. So the appointment booking, the feedback, collecting feedback, providing feedback, um, assisting with running around. Then the next one was probably running around the signs and the riders and the open house toppers. Yeah. Um, and then the staging, that was a whole different thing. But. So 5 a.m., you're up at 5 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, every day? I'm not going to say every day. Yeah. I'm not perfect, but my husband would say when she's up at 5 a.m., we have better days. <laughs> um, he'll know if I if it was not a 5 a.m. morning because I'm probably a little grumpy in the morning because yeah. I, I have that sense of I didn't accomplish uh, what I wanted to this morning and I feel like I'm running behind. But those those are my magical hours, yeah. If I get up at 5 and work till yeah. 7.15, wake everybody have you, up. Have you read American Morning? Yes, yeah. you know that. Okay, well, we'll talk about Miracle Morning uh, after the next break. Okay. Miracle Morning Community, Revel. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity and our 30 years of experience, the Retire Smart Properties team can help you achieve the quality of life you've always wanted. Our services are 360 degrees. We'll give you advice, take care of staging and selling, and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties Team, powered by Remax West. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit benjaminlaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. Kind of like an allergic reaction or something. You okay? No, no, I'm all right. I think I got a little bit of a cold. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we're live, so. Oh, we're at, we're, we're we're back now. Yeah, we're back. back. Um. So we were talking. You you've read that book, right? Miracle Who, Morning. Yes. Who, who's that author? I can't remember. Hal Elrod. Right. That's right. Somebody gave me that book, or somebody suggested that book to me, and I it sat on my desk, collected dust for a whole year. And then yeah. one Christmas, it was Christmas holidays. You know, when you got some time, and you're like, oh, it's great. You're lounging around. I read the book, and it kind of changed my life. It really yeah. did. And, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's stupid. And, you know, what's, how's the whole book on waking up at 5 a.m.? Uh, but there's a whole system to it mm -hmm. and, and why it brings your, you know, your productivity levels so high in, in every aspect of your life. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, waking up early for me is it's kind of a successful mm -hmm. day if I do that. Uh, I slept in the other day till 7 and I was like, oh, that was yesterday. Yesterday was my well, that's kind a of long my weekend, long right? Weekend. That's, I was like, that, I'm going to sleep until okay. 7. But I sleep until 7, which is my sleep in. And I was in my garage cleaning it out for two hours. And I come back in and my whole house is still sleeping. So it felt like I still had productive hours because they don't get up yeah. unless I drag them out of bed. Well, th that's what I found was so difficult 
with me is that you would wake up 4.35, 5.30, and nobody else is awake. I love it. So you can't talk to anybody. No, you don't, but I don't want to talk to anybody. Right. It's like my, my alone hours. Yeah, but we had that group on Facebook. Remember? The oh, 5 a.m. Revel Realty Accountability <laughs> We're so ashamed. group. We did. It so worked. And this started... For a little bit. Yeah. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan and I, Ryan, my broker, Ryan Cervelli, he was really into the Miracle Morning, too. This one yeah. where we both read it, and we were all like, ah, oh, and, you know, he's sending me, sending Joe and I pictures of working out at five, and <laughs> we're sending pictures, you know, I am, uh, yeah. and then we decided nope. to do this uh, Facebook group, it's called Rebel Realty Miracle Morning, Yeah. and then we told people in the office, if you want to join, you have to commit to wake up every day, and you have to post a picture at 6 a.m. of yourself, yep. what you're doing, and we had a whack of people join, right? Yeah. And then we were all posting pictures this lasted month. Yeah, it, it so, did, it was pictures good. pictures were so bad. Post a picture and be like, Ew, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, we you know, if we started it, it, yeah, and it was in the winter too. Yes. Right? So it so started, people it was were walking. nasty cold. People, yeah. I would text a picture of me beside my coffee machine, just like half asleep. And that would be my post. Um, and I didn't go outside and walk or run. I don't do Well, that. what do you think it is? I mean, why do people, why did people fall off? You know, they get so motivated about things, and then they just they just fall off after a couple of weeks. Maybe because they're not seeing direct results, or maybe they just haven't committed long. Like, I don't understand, because um, it happens with me, because I eat, like, a lot of chocolate. Um, like, chocolate is, like, Easter, my... Easter, I gained five pounds yeah. at Easter. It's bad. And, it, and, it's, and you live this high, healthy lifestyle, and you want to get up in the morning, but you can't get up because you mm -hmm. filled your belly with chocolates. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's my why, why I failed. I, I heard something a while ago listening to podcasts, and it was about how, um, uh, you know, willpower doesn't exist, and... And everyone thinks it's willpower. Like, well, if I only had the willpower, I could mm -hmm. lose the weight. If I only had the willpower, I would, I would go to the gym every day, yeah. or I would stop eating the chocolate. And um, this one podcast was all about setting up, setting yourself up. It's not about willpower. It's about putting the things in place in your environment to create success. So, for example, okay, if I want to get up, and here's how I get up in the morning. Um, I had to create the environment for myself to do so. So before I go to bed every night, I have to um, lay out warm, comfy clothes right by my bed, by my night table. So I have like jogging pants, the sweatshirt, the warm, fuzzy socks, um, and the glass of water, Miracle Morning. Yeah. As soon as you get up in the morning, drink a glass of water. Um, I have to have that laid out. And that sounds like a stupid little thing. But if in the morning, sometimes I get up and I look over and I forgot to lay my clothes out, I'm cold, I'm tired, I might snooze yeah. more. Um, so getting up and getting warm for me is a big thing because I'm cold all the time. <laughs> I have a little heater, this is bad for hydro, but I have a little portable heater underneath my desk in my home office that has to go on. And then I'm, I've got my coffee, it's 5.15 and I'm ready to go. Now people do that with the gym. Say so don't, again, your environment, put your shoes out, put the runners out. Mm -hmm. um, don't, you know, di prevent distractions. So anyway, I, I, I think it's less about the willpower um, and more about making that decision and committing. Like, because I can be like, I'm going to go to the gym. I really want to go to the gym. A week later, yeah, I still want to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. But then one day, all of a sudden, it's like, I need to go to the gym. Yeah. I am making the decision today to go to the gym. And what action steps do I have to put in place? And how do I have to make my day look in order for that to be successful. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times it's scheduling it. It's not in our schedule. We don't do it. Right. Talked um, about that too. Prep times, you know, um, setting your week up for success on Sundays, looking at your whole week. What do I want to get accomplished this week? When am I doing that? So I don't know. I'm rambling now, but I, I don't well, no, have, no, I don't it, have a, no, but it led, it's, uh, that, it led into um, something that's, really important for us to even be talking about today is it's the new is about, agents with their environment right and how Failing. how how they can set themselves up for success okay and that's you know about creating those uh environments yep. that allow them to flourish like having their day planned uh setting things in schedulers yes daily checklists well, they don't have a plan. And right. that's the biggest reason why people fail. plan to fail. The statistics in real estate are really scary oh. and sad. We don't like to often 
you know, put them out there, but mm-hmm. the failure rate in real estate is very high. Yeah. Um, I, it's something like, I don't know, over 75% of people in that start real estate within two years are out of real estate. And then the 80-20 rule, like mm-hmm. 20% of people make, you know, most of the sales. So it is a tough business they're getting into mm-hmm. f- from the start. Um, but you have to have a plan. Um, but And I often see them coming with no plan. I'm here. Uh, I've passed all my courses. I'm going to be awesome. Why are you going to be awesome? I know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's build off that. What are you going to do next because you know all those people? Well, I don't know. They're just going to all call me. Yeah. They're going to all call nope. me because they love me and because I'm going to buy them. No. No. Because those people that know you are, are sometimes the hardest people to convince in the first year or two. Absolutely. they know you know nothing. And that's the biggest asset they are selling or yep. buying. And they're going to be like, oh, I really want to help you in your business. And I'm so proud of, of your real estate. That's awesome. And then behind your back, and you're going to see the other sign go up. And that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. so, so that's tough. Happened but to me. But they don't have a plan. Um, if, for example, I'm trying to give you examples. So I'll say to the new agents at my office, um, I'll just catch them off guard sometimes and run into one of them in the hallway. Sometimes they avoid me. They're like, oh, there's Emily Berry. Walk the other way. She's going to ask me about my database and how many I have in my database no. and what I've done. <laughs> no. Um, but sometimes I'll say to them, how many hours did you spend on real estate last week? And they're just clueless. No idea. They're like, mm-hmm. well, what do you mean? I, I don't have any clients yet, Emily. I, I don't have any buyers. I, right. I, don't, I don't. How many hours did you spend on your real estate business last week? Working on your database, working on your marketing, working on uh, Facebook, sharing posts, booking your home inspections, getting to know the house you're doing the home inspection on. Do you have signs, ordering signs, Mm -hmm. going out for a coffee with an experienced agent? There's a concept that they don't think of. Right. Absolutely. So learn from people that are successful. Um, I, you know, trailed around a bunch of people in my my first office that were successful and I watched them and I watched what they did and I learned from them and... I remember having lunch with this with this one guy who kind of mentored me a little bit, and he was great. He was a single dad, and he, I, I just remember thinking, like, single dad. And then I had another woman in my office who had three kids under the age of five. Wow. And I had no kids yet at the time. I was, like, engaged, you know, I was 24 or something. Uh, but I just remember seeing her come in with the one on her back, and oh, and I know her, I won't say her yeah, name right now, but yeah. and, and then she was dragging the other one, and she's pregnant with the next, and she's slapping down the deals, and I was just like... You know what? If she can do that, I can do that. Absolutely. And um, she was just inspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't have to you don't have to be the textbook real estate agent because I had no right. marketing background. I had I had no uh, diploma, post secondary education. I, w- I came into this being really good with people. And mm-hmm. I was, and I still to this day um, pride myself on that. I, I mean, yeah. I don't win every scenario. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't win them all, but um, I'm pretty good at explaining things and being convincing with people. Yeah. And I learned that from experienced agents. I watched them do things. I watched. I, I'm not going to name drop in here, but years ago, I remember being uh, representing the seller, and one of these top guys in, in my my area came in with a. It was a bidding war. There was multiple offers, and he came in dressed to the nine with a bottle of wine. And he sold us his offer so well. And I just remember sitting there like taking mental notes like. Yeah, absolutely. um, And then very recently, somebody else joined our office. This is very, for me, a big deal because she was just very, very uh, prominent in my area when I was new. And uh, I just, every deal I did with her, I just took in everything she did. Every way she negotiated with me, what she would say, what she would put in her offers and how she handled the transactions. And and I learned from all those really good agents. Yeah, well, I think that's that's one of the most important things is to um, look what other people are doing. Yes. And learn from that. Having good mentors. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take our last commercial break uh, for the episode and we'll join you soon. Are you retiring smart? Make your home's equity work for you. With your home's equity in our 30 years of experience and help you find the perfect home and community to transition to. It's time to enjoy the retirement lifestyle you deserve. Visit our website today to learn how you can use your home to retire comfortably. The Retire Smart Properties Team, powered by Remax West. At Benjamin Law, we understand the real cost of personal injuries. As the victim of an accident, you may be the one who's physically hurt, but your main concern is that your family are the ones who will pay the price. 
Benjamin Law will be there for you, helping, supporting, and working tirelessly to resolve your personal injury case. Call 1-855-899-4878 or visit BenjaminLaw.ca and let our family of lawyers help your family. And we're back. And we're back. Um, I think we were talking about... What were we talking about? When we mentorship, the importance of mentorship. Yeah, in, in the importance of uh, just honestly just observing, especially when you're first getting started uh, into the business, observing, and then, and then you know, from there, really putting yourself into the environment. Um, so, like, what we have at Revel, actually what Emily and I are, are working on right now, it's a playoff, something that you and Ryan have been doing. How many have you done, the rookie camps? Yeah, so so we do rookie camps, and uh, we've done. I don't think we've done about four or five. Ryan, oh, really? Ryan yeah. and I. Okay. But the idea came up because when I about well sixteen seventeen years ago, uh, when I was thinking of getting into real estate, there was a rookie camp actually yeah. held. It was a Coldwell Banker rookie camp, and I went to that. And I remember this guy saying, you know, oh yeah, you know, it's great, just list properties, and and then I'm on the golf course golfing, and then people are selling my properties, and I was just like. This, this magical business where he makes money on the golf course. <laughs> I don't golf, but hey, I like to do other things and make money when right. other people make me money. Um, but it was called a rookie camp. And so I kept pitching it to Ryan. And I'm like, Ryan, we're going to do this rookie camp. He's like, well, what? What do you mean? Oh. So uh, I finally got him to do it with me the first time. And he was like, that was super cool. Um, and we got it both. We, we advertise at a rookie camp thinking of a career in real estate. Um, but we, we normally get about half the people there are... Yeah are thinking of real estate like they've always kind of thought oh, i would want to get in real estate i don't know uh they come but then the other half are taking courses yeah and what you and i are going to do um as many of our listeners know the education is all changing this year yeah to get your real estate license um and as of april this year you can no longer go through mm -hmm. aria um it's all uh college based and they're not even taking applicants for a while no. So right now, if anybody wants you to can't. sign up, there's actually, uh, we're in a limbo period yeah. right now, and we'll talk about it more at our, our, at our rookie camp yeah. where um, it's all changing. So we're going to be discussing that because there's a lot of Good. people out there that are hearing different things like, oh, it's college-based. You can still do it uh, online. Oh, I heard you, you know, no, you have to be in class for three years now. Um, there's a lot going around, mm -hmm. so we're going to clear all that up at our rookie camp. But I mean, yeah. it's fun. I, we tell stories scare them up. Sometimes when they get there, I say to them, you know, welcome. Who's thinking of getting into real estate? Who's, who's always thought they'd be love real estate? Great. So when you leave today, yeah. you're either going to be, you're either going to be um, super excited for the business and uh, I can't wait to join and, and, and sign me up. Or you're going to be like, well, that was entertaining. I, I enjoyed your donuts today. That's not for yeah. me because it's it's really no in between because we really mm -hmm. lay it out there what the industry's about. I think there's a lot of you know people that get into it that really don't know they're growing a business. They really mm -hmm. don't understand your sphere of influence and your database and putting someone in a house, putting them in a system, not forgetting about them. They're going to move yeah. again. They're going to move again in four years. Even if they loved you to death, they will forget about you. Right. And, and it's the loyalty aspect of it too, because mm -hmm. they are going to buy through that listing agent at the open house or maybe go through somebody else because they yeah. don't feel loyal to you. You haven't been emailing them stuff. You haven't been mailing them stuff. You haven't been inviting them to parties. They haven't heard from you in four years. Right. Absolutely. So staying in contact with their clients is something I teach. It's a whole Revel Ed class. Is, is business yeah. And well, that's care. another thing too. I mean, for anybody who's looking to get into real estate, it's important to find uh, a brokerage that it's not about the splits no. you know what i mean it's it's, it's, it's not. not it's our it, first it, question when they walk in and i'm like not. okay let me let me show you what we do and then i'll tell you at the end about the splits it's almost mm -hmm. like we go on a listing presentation yeah. right here's show all our the services. value what's first. your commission i'm glad you asked i'm going to touch on that at the end but you're going to sit through my presentation mm -hmm. and then i'm going to show you why i charge that it's right. kind of the same thing when i meet with them absolutely and at the end i'll be honest sometimes they walk they walk out they didn't even ask their splits yeah they're just like wow they kind of forget mm -hmm. um, because all the splits are really, they're but, all competitive. And, and it's another thing as well for to, to choose a brokerage that has training, but it's it's another completely different thing mm -hmm. when that brokerage holds you accountable. So, you know, when it's advantageous for um, certain realtors or your mentors for your success, 
mm-hmm. right? So I mean, the the basis on your improvement and is is directly related to you know their success as well. Yes, yes, we have amazing mentors on our team. I mean, they all love to to to, to mentor. Uh, but I, we have a good combination, Andrew. Like, it's not just about when you come in and um, I know brokerages, they put on a little bit of workshops here and they show you how to use the programs. They have a geo warehouse thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we try to pack in so much. And I think that business building aspect of it is is left behind in a lot right. of cases. Um, because I didn't get where I am today uh, because... I got where I am today because I, I nurtured my relationships with mm-hmm. people, hands down. Um, I was shy. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I wasn't very convincing in the beginning. Yeah. I did a lot of open houses. I put a lot of people in houses. Then I nurtured them and said, you know, here's something little at Christmas. How's your family in the spring? Here's a market update. How are the kids doing? Yeah. They had a baby. That's right. Send them a little something. I became their agent that they would never use and not, any, not use me. So I have families where I've moved four times. Mm-hmm. in 15 years and they're so yep. loyal and then that's not to mention all the referrals they're going to send you so Which they is miss a huge that part of the business they, it's such a big part of the business today i have just calls come in and you know oh there's another email to list another house yeah and i sometimes you know have to sit and think i mean there's new agents that would kill to get a listing like they're struggling and i just kind of it's a steady stream of business mm-hmm. comes in now because of all the work I did back then. That's right. And and that's what I try to really push upon them. Be patient with your business. Be patient with yourself. If you screw up, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, keep going. Good mentorship. Go to all your training. And, and, and yeah. geez, there's YouTube now. Yeah, I know. We didn't have that. Well. Like, we had books. I well, I. <laughs> that's how I, I learned didn't basically have that. everything. 15, 16 years ago, I remember going, wanting to learn about social media and driving all the way to Toronto because some kid mm-hmm. was putting on a workshop. <laughs> but now a lot is on YouTube. Yeah, no, that's right. Well, Emily, thank you very much for coming on. That's that's basically all we have for today. Uh, but that was awesome. Great way to kick Thanks off. Thanks for having me uh, on the you're show. You're very welcome. Yeah. It was a great way to kick off uh, the first episode of The Daily Reel with a new facelift here at the TCN ne- uh, Network. So we really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. And uh, um, Emily is, so if, if, if you're watching this or you're listening to this and if you're not using me in Niagara, um, please use Emily Berry. Uh, she's amazing. She's out of our office. Well, she has you. a fantastic <laughs> job. And if you want to follow her on social media, because uh, she was in the top 100, in the top 30, was it? Oh, and social media? Top 32. 32. 32. So uh, she's definitely, her and her team are killing it. Um, and I don't mind helping, like, I, I, I mean, I'm no coach by any means, but I had somebody yeah. message me on Instagram the other day, and he's thinking of, you know, doing a team. Yeah. And I have a conference call arranged with him and his wife. Great. Soon. And I don't mind doing that. Again, sure. I don't have all the answers, but I, w- I would love to help out anybody. Yep. With my experience, I, I'm totally. So how, where can they find you? Facebook? Uh, oh, Facebook, the Barry team. The Barry team. Uh, messaging me through Facebook. Yeah. yeah. My website, theberryteam.ca. Everything's the Barry team, and then you'll find me. Yeah. Uh, you should. Yeah. Okay, Emily. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Andrew. Okay, guys. Take care now.